Welcome, Mistorians. Have you ever wanted to know the sad backstory behind Chuck E. Cheese? Or why Blake Lee was so bad? Then Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries is the podcast for you. Join host Austin and Brenda on a rollicking journey through obscure nerdy topics. Be updated with new episodes every Wednesday. Find us wherever you get podcasts. Beep, beep, boop, You know things, I know some too. Sit right down, the will explain them to you. There's a thing you want to explain These two feminists can entertain Nerdy stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know Tune in for the Femsplain Show Femsplain! Good morning, listeners. Good morning, Avalon. Oh, good morning also, Diana. That's fine. <laughs> that's absolutely I just want to fine. get it out of the way and say that I've been crying <laughs> <laughs> because I think I sound weird probably I think you sound normal but I think also we can use our our small platform to normalize crying thank you Diana <laughs> we can just say that it's okay to cry uh in this I- but not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. Don't cry no. on the podcast. But before the podcast, after the podcast, while yes. editing the podcast. Yes. Good times to cry. Are listeners allowed to cry while listening? Um. Yes. But please, like, I don't know. Wait till after you're done crying to tell us about it. Because I feel like that's too much responsibility. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't ever need to be told. I know. Don't it. tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you must. Yeah. If you but, have to. But um, I will. I have been experiencing a lot of crying constipation lately. Like you can't cry and then. Yeah. But I suddenly... like, can feel like I really yeah. need to. Well, I mean, there's no suddenly. It's just like the, the sensation of needing to and not being able to. So if you are able to cry listening to this podcast. Maybe it's a good thing. Yeah, I think it's definitely a good thing. I also was having trouble crying, and then, I don't know. And then I saw your face. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's pretty much it. Anyway, uh, what is this? This is a podcast to cry to called Femsplained, where fems have the mic, but... People of every gender uh, identity and expression are welcome to listen, laugh, and learn with us about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. That's it. Last time we talked about... Black Sails. Oh, weird. gay pirate show. (laughs) That was a fun one. That was a fun one. I really But an unexpected topic, yes. All right. What has nerd culture done for you? What is... Hmm... Nerd culture uh, is doing a lot for me right now. I'm very excited. I'm going to be in an actual play on Kobold Press. I'm going to play a fucking adorable mushroom character, and you should t- tune into that. It's going to be on Tuesday nights. I'm really, really psyched to play uh, Scarlet Citadel, I believe it's called. So there's that. Um, what else has nerd culture done for me? Um, Sonic you know what's what? interesting? No, I'm interrupting you. Um, about <laughs> about your mushroom character is I've played three characters who are named after mushrooms but are not themselves mushrooms. Wait, really? Yeah. Who? 
Um, Mice in Neverland. Is named after a mushroom. That's what I was asking this for. Mice is named after a mushroom? Yeah. There's a mushroom called mice? Well, so mice was M-Y-C-E. And her full name on my character sheet was like mycelium or whatever, which is like a a phosphorescent cave mushroom because she grew up in like underdark. And I wanted her to have glowy armor. Oh, my God. That's so awesome. Okay. Um, And then I was in a silly kind of like Scooby-Doo-esque game with friends where we were. We had we were all bards and we had been in a band like a one hit wonder band that was washed up. And we were like all fungus themed names and stuff like that. <laughs> I like that. And I have a third one that I can't remember, but yeah, th- I had a moment recently where I was like, God, what is with me in mushrooms? What? And then you appeared as the cutest mushroom of them all. I'm really excited about it because I did not name the character, anything mushroom related. I did not do any research into mushrooms whatsoever. I was just like cute, floppy hatted boy is what I, I love that ma- the hat isn't it cute where is it from I just some Etsy seller sells little braids I love it painted like mushrooms well I I want to wear it like in real life I know I'm really I, I I might I love berets I could see that makes sense you you are I used to wear a lot of berets you are in college. a beret person <laughs> I can see oh no <laughs> uh uh, okay, yeah. sorry, I interrupted you. So Sonic. Sonic uh, announced that they're coming out with a game where Sonic is a fucking doctor in a hospital. Oh my god! So I'm like, <laughs> I feel really targeted by that, so I'm gonna, definitely gonna play it. Um, and are teasing the new Sonic movie, which makes me happy because I want that in my veins right fucking now. Um. And yeah, so I'm pretty jazzed about that. And just uh, my birthday's coming up, which I think is a nerd culture event that I extravaganza for sure. Absolutely. Uh, And I'm going to be really annoying about making myself the center of attention on that day. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited. Excellent. So, Avalon, what has nerd culture done for you lately? I've watched The Nevers. It fucking stanks like Joss Whedon. Fucking Joss Whedon. But, I- <laughs> but like, it's got some... It's it's entertaining, but it... Sure. I don't know. Whoever said they took him off the show a couple episodes in was clearly too late. <laughs> yeah. For that Joss stank. But. No. Well, I mean, well, I mean, the, the premise of it seems very Jossy. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's traumatized women who get superpowers and then, right. yeah. Um, it also is such a direct like X-Men rip in weird ways yeah. that I thought I would think that was cute, but it actually just feels lazy. Well, sure. Uh, instead of writing an original story for women protagonists, yeah. let's just rebrand an already written story yeah (laughs) with some women characters yeah yeah i I agree you got two x-men going around adopting people with superpowers that are being shunned by society putting them in an orphanage where they all grow up together their benefactors in a wheelchair i don't know it's yeah it seems like the same story it's the same and he's just like do you think some of it is that joss whedon's like like 
Fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> Maybe. I'm the genius here. <laughs> God like, only knows. Yeah. Yeah, I'd buy anything. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I hope it's good. I might watch it eventually. I would watch it. It's very watchable. It's just as you're watching it, you're like, <laughs> the bar is so Do you low. smell that? <laughs> Do you smell that Jaws? That yeah. Jaws stank. Yeah. Yeah. It's unmistakable. Yeah. So I don't know. It's I think it's worth watching. It's fine. I'll probably check it out. Yeah. We talk about today's topic. You should definitely get a man in here. I would love to hear what the fuck he has to say about this topic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To explain it to us. So take it away, Francis. Putting one minute on the man watch and go. The Scholastic Book Fair. Buckle up, Gen Z. We're going on a trip through time. You see, before Amazon sold everything, including your favorite James Bond movies, they only sold books. And before Amazon sold books, you would buy books in stores, stores like Borders or Barnes and Nobles. But casting our time machine even further back before the major retail book superstore, you had the Scholastic Book Fair, where the books came to you. POV, you are in the third grade, you are nine years old, and your teacher just dropped something kick-ass in your cubby. It looks like a newspaper, but instead of being filled with a bunch of boring bullshit, it's full of colorful pictures. Pictures of books. Great books. Animorph books. Because the Scholastic Book Fair is coming to your town. And even though you've seen books wall-to-wall at the library, this time it's different. This time it's awe-inspiring, because those wall-to-wall books are in your shitty cafeteria. Also, there are some really cool pencil sharpeners, but you are not allowed to buy them because you have $8 and it is for books only. Mom's rules. And that's your Mansplain Minute. Okay. We're here and we're ready to fucking talk about the... The. The, like, drug addiction that was the Scholastic Book Fair. It's the event of the year. It was like the the Met Gala for elementary schools around the nation. Oh, my God. It was like a frenzy. Like, it was like. There's no there's no high that we will ever experience. (laughs) No, I don't. As adults, I could. No, I don't think that I could drink enough or do enough drugs to get the feeling the euphoria of being at a scholastic book fair which is funny because we could just go to a bookstore we could we could go to a bookstore anytime yeah i have a bookstore on my phone i have a bookstore in my fucking pocket yeah but it's just different you know all right so so my first theory is that the book the the scholastic book fair also because it was book like it i loved books growing up but it is weird that books were the thing freaking us all out and not like i don't know candy or yeah or toys or whatever um but i think part of it is that because the scholastic book fair happened during the day at school 
Yeah. And your parents were not a part of it. Not involved. So you were given money. Money. And the human money. <laughs> and the ability to buy a thing. Uh-huh. Unsupervised. Yeah. And I think that was where the high comes I from. I think so too. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. The, the choice. Yeah, choices were overwhelming. Now, would you spend your money on non-books? Okay, so here's my, all right, this is, I'm going to out myself here. I, I know I've talked about it before, but I was a very picky reader. I was a big reader. I read, I, I devoured books, but I was so obsessed with like my two or three book franchises. Mm -hmm. And I did not venture outside of that. Like very rarely did I. So if there had not been a new Animorphs book release, mm. a new Goosebumps book release, or a new, I don't know, historical fiction diary book series, whatever the fuck that shit was called. Yeah. Uh, if there was not a new one of those, then yeah, I would buy like a Trapper Keeper or like, oh. or like a fuckload of weird erasers. Uh, wow. <laughs> or, uh, um, or, okay, or the other thing was I really liked those, like, historical fiction fake newspapers. Mm -hmm. That was another one that I would buy. But, yeah, what was your, what, what was your take on the non-books? Oh, my God. I, I, I don't think I was allowed to buy the non-books. Yeah. Um, but I also didn't really want to. Right. There was some temptation. You know, some of those erasers are pretty cool. Um, oh, and the posters, but posters, I knew right. I was if I was given ten dollars, it it had to all go towards books. It had to go to a book, and that wasn't hard for me because I liked picking up new books. I thought it was fucking cool. I just had a fucking memory unlocked of being so upset because I was given like the budget for like one animorphs book which was like i don't know probably like 19 bucks or something like that no way was it more than like 7.99 continue <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know i don't 19 dollars <laughs> in I the 90s know. yeah no you're right in a pre-amazon uh, world no way uh, no you're right you're correct um so but i have this memory of being given like exactly the amount that i would need for one book mm -hmm. and none of them had come out recently and I was looking around and there was like this. It was a book. A book was involved. But the cool part was that it came with a bunch of rocks. Yeah. Was, I guess like a book about rocks that came with came a bunch with of actual rocks. physical rocks. But it was like it was way outside the amount of money I had. I was so <laughs> sad. I was so sad that I could not buy these rocks. Oh, <laughs> damn. Uh, that was hard. That's hard. Was there like a catalog or something that went home? Because I feel like my parents and I picked out the books ahead of time and yes. then I would go and get them. So you could do that mm. and then you would have them pre-ordered and they'd be there. And that was the safest way to make sure you actually got the books that you wanted. Yeah. Especially if you were particular and wanted like a specific book and the chance that they could show up and not have it or only have one copy or whatever was pretty high. So you could, you got this little like, oh God, the little Bible paper form that yes. you could like uh, pencil in and fill out and prepay and order and you could just go and pick them up. But I never did that. 
I never did that, and I regretted it every single time because I would always <laughs> miss out on things. God. Was there an adult there besides the librarian? Well, I think somebody, f- like, from Scholastic yeah. was there or something. I, like, I don't know. But, like, what a good job. Yeah. I assume. To go around and, like... To, do you remember how the shelves like were like coffins yes. they all rolled in like big metal coffins and then popped yes. open oh my damn God. that had to be a great job must have been you just like watch kids freak out all day yeah like fucking lose it yeah <laughs> what uh what did you usually go for i mean I, it, it depends on the age. I've always been a big fan of fiction. Yeah. Um, I meant to say the word fantasy. <laughs> fantasy is what I meant that's, to say. That's one of the two types of books. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I've always been a big fan of words. I, I also enjoy words. I enjoy words when on they're... Paper. On paper? <laughs> no, I meant to say fantasy. Row. I did. I went through a historical fiction phase, um, especially American Girl, early on. Eventually, yeah. I got into kind of like ghosty YA. I feel like there were a lot of books where it was like, this is kind of vaguely romantic and also vaguely spooky. Yeah. Um, so I had that going for me for a while. Uh, I got really into series of unfortunate events via book fair. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and those like diary of a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I also had a phase. I feel like there were a lot of books about tornadoes for a while. I don't recall that. It was like post twister, the movie. Yeah. There were just a ton of books that were about like a fictionalization of a small town during a tornado. <laughs> I lived where there were a lot of tornadoes also. So I think that was part of it. I do. I do. I do recall like when Twister came out, there was like just a frenzy about, about tornadoes all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah. when Jaws came out, I assume because I wasn't born and there but was a frenzy about sharks. Everybody was talking about sharks all the time. <laughs> Um, I never got any of like the craft books that were in the main tables. Like when you first walked in, I feel like the displays really pushed like friendship craft bracelet books. books, craft books, I rock always books. Wanted them. I always wanted them, but it was yeah. always a choice between that and the latest release of my favorite series. Yep. And I could never, I could never pass up the opportunity. And I remember like the borderline lust of wanting an eraser at the checkout. Yeah. And knowing I wasn't allowed to buy anything else. <laughs> I, I, there was one, you know, I, I, I went to a, a public school that had like a, a wide range, uh, of, of, of people in it, meaning that we had some people who were very North Shore, Long Island wealthy, mm. uh, not many, but they were there and it was always very interesting because on Scholastic Book Fair days, they were given checks, like blank oh, checks. What? To, blank yeah, ones? Yeah, to just fill out and pay at the counter whatever the balance was. 
And I will never forget that. Like, I will never forget, like, just the absolute astonishment of just n not understanding how, like, what that <laughs> could like. If I like. was a child and I was given a blank check for a book fair, I would not have bought anything because I would have been so Paralyzed afraid fear. Of, of accidentally buying a selfish amount that I would have just not gotten anything. Yeah. I don't think that these children were, were, were raised to have that <laughs> mindset. So I, I, don't I would be so afraid that I would cross a line accidentally, not knowing where yep. the line was, that I would yeah. just buy one dictionary and call it a day. Yeah. Be like, I'm so sorry that I, I know this I would. Dictionary. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I can picture it. I can picture the, the panic attack on the way home. Now, uh, yeah. did your book fair have like a back room, like a, a dirty books back room? What? Like a parent, like a parent note. I said dirty, what? not, not dirty, but like controversial books. You say more. I don't understand. So where I grew up, whatever books of the season that were considered demonic in polite society would be in the librarian's private office and you would have to have a handwritten permission note to shop those books. Is this a Tennessee thing? Is this is this probably a Bible Belt thing? Yeah. Oh, my God. No. So at this one point, Harry Potter thing. was back there. Um, anything related to Pokemon was back there. Um, Pokemon did turn me gay. <laughs> that's why I am the way I am. Um, <laughs> Philip Pullman, Golden Compass stuff was back there, which makes sense because it is. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but at least it's nope. like explicitly <laughs> anti-Christianity. Sure. Uh, unlike Pokemon. Um, and I'm sure that if I don't know if Scholastic had any hand in any sort of um, like tabletopy fiction but but dnd stuff would have been better. oh it would have been probably yeah. yeah um anything at some point anything that was sort of vaguely japanese was back there <laughs> oh my god <laughs> because people started getting confused about what was the devil and what wasn't uh so like that how to draw manga book that was going around on twitter recently as having a funny impact on a lot of us uh was back there just how to oh, how to draw anything Japanese was back there. So, wow, you just—I did not think that you could tell me something I didn't know about the Scholastic <laughs> Book Fair. <laughs> I was like, this will be pretty basic. Uh, no, I felt I felt we pretty did elitist. Not have this. Um, if you had the permission slip, you kind of like felt like, man, all Am your I parents are fucking idiots. Yeah. I oh my god, absolutely, you're better than everyone. <laughs> if your parents aren't so dumb that they think Pokemon is going to make you worship the devil. Oh my god! Wow. And so I don't think that was Scholastic. I think that that was like up to my school to do. I think my right, school did, did that. Yeah. Right. It doesn't seem like it. No, I don't want to blame Scholastic. Would for be that. would be a corporate uh, <laughs> no. decision in their no. favor. No, <laughs> like some of our books are terrible. Let's hide them from the children. <laughs> oh my god! Wild, wild when you times. Said adult section. I was like, what the fuck? talking about <laughs> scholastic book affair what happened when we were it, eight it does it reminds <laughs> me of when you go to what is what's uh, the sex store on long island 
uh, expression. Yeah, it's like any one where you like you can yeah. access the clothes or you can show your ID and access the dildos. That's what it was like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I think we all know Pokemon is definitely the dildo of the uh, book world. Now, some of them look like they were designed that way. So I mean, I yeah, some so. of the later generations for sure. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I do. I do uh, definitely recall getting tricked into Satanism by Pokemon. I and okay, but like what? What couldn't like be interpreted that way? Is right my, exactly I mean, like, like the Goosebumps series was super popular. Absolutely, and never I don't think was ever directed any of that like ire. No, and. I mean, that shit messed me up. Yeah. I will not forget. There's one, like, about a seatbelt that, like, automatically tightens. You know how, oh. like, seatbelts, like, like yeah. tighten when you get into an impact? Uh, but this one, once it tightens, it never stops and it crushes you to death. That was a whole book? No, it was, like, oh. in a book as, like, a, <laughs> oh, okay. as, like, a part of a I mean, there are so many of those books that, like, I, I believe yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. But, like... But like the the whole uh, uh, ventriloquism doll series mm-hmm. like messed me up. I think that I don't think I I don't think any of our fears are natural. I think they were all cultivated. By, yeah, by, for sure. By R.L. Stein. Um, Did you read R.L. Stein's series for like slightly older kids called no. Fear Street? No, I liked those. I I had a really hard time. I still do. I have a really hard time like with change and I've I've always had a hard time like reading the next series. Oh. Like I also had a hard time reading other books from K.A. Applegate even mm-hmm. though I think intellectually I know that they're they've probably gotten better over time. Probably. But I had a hard time letting I had such a hard time letting go of Animorphs and those mm. books not being that uh like it just I couldn't get over it. I have attachment issues it sounds like it yeah yeah Yeah. I'm trying to remember I got really into this one author and I just read everything by her and I think it was via book fair um but the it was the only time in my life I've read like romantic things or sought out romantic things and it was for kids but there's this one book in particular that was just about like a goody two-shoes girl at a library who falls in love with kind of the bad boy at her high school. Sure. And he rides a motorcycle. And then. Yeah. He's bad. You find out he found his dad's dead body when he was younger. And his dad had died by suicide. Uh. (laughs) And then he gets in a motorcycle accident. And you find out he has AIDS. What? <laughs> and <laughs> from the motorcycle, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really remember. I think just from his promiscuity. She. But she down. loves him, and I think that they have sex in the book. Like they cut away. But I read that in like fourth grade, and that's yeah. like a lot. <laughs> yeah. I have so that's Jake, what should have been in the back potentially. Yeah, but no, yeah, but, but no, it didn't, Pokemon, Pokemon definitely. Yeah. Uh, 
Do Jake and Cassie, I just, un uh, another memory that might be fake, but do Jake and Cassie have cutaway fade to black sex? In I didn't read series? the whole series. I read pretty far, but I didn't get that far. I think that they did. I think that that happened. I just, I feel like. Good for them. Yeah. I feel really proud of them. Would you be interested in a Where Are They Now reunion book by K.A.? It would be so depressing. She, f I mean, she already went so hard with like the six months later yeah. part of that book with like Marco doing like TV shows and making jokes while the rest of them like waddle through their depression. Whoever's alive. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That would be fucking devastating. That'd be really devastating. Would you rather a one story 15 years later or a next generation series? It would, you know what? I think that she would actually, just because of how that story is written, which is that like, it's a very realistic portrayal of, of war through, you know, the digestibility lens of children. But I do think that... She would do a good job at making that too realistic in mm. that it would be like how after like the Animorphs all like have aged a little bit or possibly passed away that like no one fucking remembers what the world like barely escaped from. And so when it starts to happen again, like no one. <laughs> no one sees it coming or cares and yeah. like just allows it to happen again with like the next sinister uh you know alien regime mm -hmm. yeah. i would read that i would read that i would love it what i would love is that i would love for because i've i i have now noticed that in every story i've read ever that involves fantasy races all fantasy races are all a monolith. So like all mm. Yerks are X and mm -hmm. like all, you know, uh, you know, I would love it <laughs> if we got a follow up where there are like factions of Yerks. Yeah. Like some of them are fucking evil and some of them are not. Uh, Cause that's, you know, just more realistic, more realistic and more yeah. fun. Yeah. 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 I don't know why when you asked me earlier what kinds of books I would get from the book fair, I didn't give you the correct answer, which yeah, I just please. remembered, which is anything with a cat on the cover. <laughs> that feels right. Yeah. Yeah. That is absolutely <laughs> how I would pick out books at that age. Yeah. Yeah. Or cat in the title or like, you know. At that age. Like you have grown out of that. Like Yeah. I've really grown out of that. <laughs> I have a cat on my shirt right now. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I... But sometimes, it, you know, it's a real gamble. Like sometimes it would be like the book, it's like this cat. I don't know if you remember that, but it's a story of a boy who sort of has a cat who sometimes he talks to, but barely. Sure. Or it would be like Time Cat, which is a story of a cat who would travel through time. So like that would be a win. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. It's, it's a gamble. Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely a gamble. Yeah. Sometimes it's just an inspirational work poster. It yes. Wrapped up. Yes. <laughs> you yes. Think it's a book. <laughs> Which brings me to my most important point. 
<laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh my God. So when I was in high school, I, by the time I was in high school, I was going to a school that was actually K through 12. Sure. So I was a, like a junior and a senior in high school who still had the book fair. <laughs> Granted, the books were not for me, but my homeroom class was in the library. So during book fair week for all the little kids, like I got to be in there and I stole so much, <gasps> but that's not what I'm proud of. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I kind of feel bad about it. Um, Cause what did Scholastic ever do, you know? But yeah. like, to, it's kind of like if you got the opportunity to do the Toys R Us toy run now, after all those years of wanting all those toys, just take whatever you want. Yeah. I would do it. <laughs> uh, and and I look, did. I, I, I shooted my shot with Scholastic recently and I never got a, a, a response back. So I what think the fuck? Okay. I'm were proud you, of you. Were you trying to be a book fair lady? Person? No, I asked because uh, I asked uh, I asked uh, Mrs. Applegate if I could write an Animorphs RPG, and she said that actually it's not up to her; it's up to Scholastic. Uh, so gave me the contact for them, and I reached out and uh, I I pr- made a proposal uh, with like a fancy cover letter and everything, and they didn't respond. <laughs> well, you know, I'm mad that I didn't know this. I you know you I'm that mad. I was doing. You eat I shit. Messaged- no, you didn't. I did. Find I it. Did. It was. Show it to me. <laughs> it was a while back, but I okay. Did. Well, Control yeah. F. <laughs> Your I own lies. You I you. Okay, I bet you did. <laughs> um, well, anyway, that's fucking cool. Well, but it's- when I was a senior, they had one poster there that I wanted more than I've ever wanted anything but I was too embarrassed to buy it and it was too big to steal (laughs) what was the poster it was a poster of this is my recollection it might be slightly different my recollection is that it was a um like a model city like model trains but like a city like maybe New York City (laughs) kind of poorly done and then they had taken like a fluffy gray kitten and just unceremoniously dropped it on that set so it's like kind of (laughs) like uncomfortable (laughs) and they just like snapped one lazy ass picture of that and then in big font it said bright lights big kitty (laughs) oh my god and it made me laugh so hard that I cried every time I saw it in the library window when I was in high school because it was such a fucking stupid <laughs> play on yeah, words those those things were I mean I, it, they they were unbelievably I, I I hate using basic as an insult because I think it's silly but but it's so they were so lazy. They were so lazy. Those, yeah. yeah. It was the laziest thing I'd ever seen. And I thought it was so fucking funny. And to this day, sometimes if I get really high, I'll think about Bright Lights Big Kitty and I'll just laugh and laugh. But I would do anything for Bright Lights Big Kitty. Okay, great. I found it. Is it like my memory <laughs> at all? <laughs> It's 
so lazy. <laughs> Show it to me on the webcam. <laughs> I will. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. Oh my god. It's it's being it's sold out what? on po- on Poshmark. That's all you can buy it on. Motherfuckers. Wait, wait. Come on, come back, you. Okay, oh. so so I'm misremembering it. It is not a model city. It is, it is a kitten that is the worst Photoshop ever yeah. onto two different skyscrapers. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's also good. Potentially better. Either way. They didn't even try lazy. to make the paws line up. There's one paw just hanging in the air. Yes. Between two buildings. <laughs> the most <laughs> fucking lazy thing you've ever seen. Oh, And, my like, God. they could have gotten the cat, like, looking at the camera. But instead, the cat's just, like... Confused. Where am I? Yeah. I remember, I, I remember like, the hang in there one. Yeah. Hang in there is, like, motivational. Bright lights, big kitty. Not what there's no occasion yeah. for it no and it's not like and who's the target audience is it people who like cats because it's not a good picture of a cat is it people, people who, who like, like cities, cities? <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> but i regret to this day not buying bright lights big kitty oh wow if it was not sold out on poshmark right now i would have bought it for you but it is fuck i cannot believe it that the only way to buy this right now is to buy it from people sell reselling their nostalgic scholastic merch. I want Bright Lights Big Kitty tattooed across my entire back. <laughs> <laughs> With the picture, obviously. With the picture, yes. Yeah. Oh my god. And the font doesn't really make very much sense either. No. The no. they obviously did not have uh canva if they, they had, did not it would have been better they didn't have anyone with like any graphic design experience Which, anyway bright lights big kitty is the real culmination of the scholastic book fair for me yeah i think um man i also got I think the the other thing that I got into because of the Scholastic Book Fair was my definitely my my ancient Greece phase. Yes, yes. My ancient Greece phase was was fostered by Scholastic. Um, I would say for me it was my ancient Egypt phase. Ancient Egypt phase, totally, yes. totally valid. Another another facet, uh, and my dinosaur phase. Uh, because they sold me and this was the one time that I actually did the, uh, the like prepaid thing Uh where, where you buy it ahead of time and it was a subscription and it was a binder that came empty and then each month they would send you like a packet of like, like 10 pages about dinosaurs. And I I have been made aware that the same thing exists for animals that are currently alive. Zoo books. Yeah. Yeah. I, but that's, I had no awareness of that, but. Well, zoo books the had commercials. Were. Oh yeah. Yeah. I 
I, I don't I didn't have that. ZooBooks, but I thought it was really cool. And I have often thought of making a similar subscription service for something related to TTRPG. Yeah. Where you have like a fun binder and then every month you get like three NPCs that you get to clip into it. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I just I like, like different that. or like different items and stuff like that. And it comes with like neat yeah. separators for like, here are bad guys, here are items. Okay. Here's a, this month you get a map and an NPC and an item. <gasps> I love that. And it's like all color coordinated. So you just put it in your little binder. <laughs> oh, I like it. You should do it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll add that to fun. the list. Yeah. <laughs> of stupid shit that I'll never fall through on. Anyway. Um, well, but yeah. I like it. I like Someone it too. Else well, I like getting it stuff so in the I mail. No, yeah. no one else do it. Oh, no one else do it. Sorry. <laughs> but Sorry. I do really like getting stuff in the mail. <laughs> um, yeah, but I loved it. And my favorite part of it was that on each dinosaur page, they showed what the comparison in size was to the average human man. Oh. Uh, which I always found funny because I was like, when they were like really tall next to the human man, I'd be like, wow, that would be even taller next to me. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Or then, like, when there was a dinosaur that was just slightly shorter than the human man, mm. I'd be like, that dinosaur is my size. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I, and I had a whole book to do that with. <laughs> I loved very much. That's hilarious. I never had, like, a true dinosaur phase. I had some, like, dinosaur peer pressure where I knew yeah. people who were cool like dinosaurs, but I was kind of mad on them. It was always very disappointing when you got a packet that was a lot of plants. Cause like there sometimes should, plants should like, not even have been an option. Like, fuck you. Yeah. You know why I'm here. It's not for plants. What? Like you ran out of dinosaurs? <laughs> Make one up. I know. I, I'm cool with it. Don't show me ancient lettuce. I didn't come here for that. No. I didn't even come here for regular lettuce. Definitely not. <laughs> I think if there are any other impactful book fair things besides stealing. Did anyone ever get the book you wanted? I don't remember. I don't remember that. I think mm. I, you know, I hadn't thought about it until you mentioned. And I think that I remember that, certain grades got to go like different days of the week. And so like fifth grade was Friday or something. Um, and that by then things had the potential to run out and that that could be stressful. Yeah. That was a big concern of mine. I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah. Cause I don't think we always pre-ordered. I think we just sort of pre-picked it out. And then my parents would like do the math for how much money to give me based on it. And it would be like, I had a little shopping list. Yeah. God, I just remember wanting one of those fucking erasers so bad. Loved a, loved a little eraser shaped like a star or a dinosaur. Yeah. Or like a little yeah. watermelon. Yeah. They didn't work. None of them worked. No. Too rubbery. None of them could erase fucking shit. Nope. <laughs> they just moved the pencil mark around. That's all they did. 
Did you? What was your like Lisa Frank involvement? Oh, yeah, I loved. So I had a weird relationship with stationery. <laughs> Where you were afraid to use it? No, I loved oh. it uh, a lot. I don't for no real reason. Like I didn't really necessarily do anything uh-huh. special with it but I loved to have like nice notebooks nice notepapers <laughs> like gel pens uh, I was I was definitely in uh, what kind of things did your school ban trends I'm sure it must I mean, have stupid stuff yeah um, yeah well like we outlawed milky pens and um Pokemon cards and Pogs. Pokemon cards, yes. Pogs got banned. I don't think Milky oh. Pens were banned. Milky ca- Pens got banned. Was it just be- too... People were just going too wild for them? Pe- people were drawing... On, uh, so I was a big fan of oh. drawing on myself with mi- Milky yes. Pens. Yes. And I would do it to my friends. And we'd do uh-huh. like like hand art uh, uh-huh. with the Milky Pens. Um, and I don't know why that enraged the schools so much it did, it a yeah. very bizarre thing but they were enraged by the fact that that children drew on themselves my parents would get furious pen. if there was yeah. any ink on my hands under yeah. any circumstances yeah even it if it enraged. was like an important note that i had nowhere adults. to put i do not understand i don't understand i'm i'm wondering like if if one day I'm going to wake up and be enraged by something so asinine, uh, I'm, I hope not. I bet, like, honestly, <laughs> like if I was visiting you and I looked over and you had like a note written on the back of your hand, I think I my first instinct would be to to chastise you. I think I internalized <laughs> a lot of stuff like that. That's fine. I would I would I, I would have fun with that. Yeah. So I would point out to you just how awful that is um pogs pogs got and pokemon cards were outlawed in my school because but they were like a distraction and gambling gambling that was yeah it was encouraging gambling but the people would get so upset if like a trade you know like blah 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 yeah oh yeah well i lost my um my um metallica slammer in a in a brutal (laughs) brutal competition and I was very sour about it. And I did not. That's so take fucked that. because like marbles goes back to the beginning of time for playground yeah. gambling. Yeah. Yeah. I did not take it well, though. I was not. I was not very happy about losing that fucking slammer. We didn't. It Pogs was, wasn't a thing for us. Oh, I loved Pogs so much. Oh, I had a, 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 a my own trapper keeper for them. Damn. Pog sleeves. Pog sleeve is... <laughs> I don't know what, but I want to <laughs> name oh something. Oh my bad. god! I Maybe would a NPC. What other what other things got banned? Tamagotchis. Oh, they for sure. Ban, they tried to ban Tamagotchis, and people rioted because if you ban oh. Tamagotchis, they die. They die. They'll die while you're at school if you yeah. don't have the. Oh god. I remember being so fidgety and anxious in my seat for the end of the day to see if I had if it had starved or not. You like you like feed it and play with it like right before the bell. Yeah, stressful. Just to see if you could like 
really max out the amount of time that it could survive. Yeah, and mine I had named Topanga. <laughs> so, so the stakes were And I was really high. worried about her. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fine if she died because apparently her and Corey grew up to be fucking terrible parents. Have you seen that shit? The show? Yeah. No. It is the worst I just thought propaganda it I've ever seen. Propaganda it, for what? For like republicanism. It's oh, like weirdly wild. conservative. And huh. I found out that that's why What's His Face did not do the Princess Bride reunion table read. It was because they were raising money for a Democratic uh, uh, pack. And, um, and he is apparently a fucking nightmare of a human being. Um, wow. So it's yeah. like a family thing. Yeah. Savage apparently. family. Yeah. Well, fuck them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I watched one episode and I was like, what the fuck is going on I just figured it would be obnoxiously tailored for not me as a viewing audience that generationally I just wouldn't be into it. So I didn't bother. Well, I mean, that's true. It's not wrong. But it's also like, this is why we love America, children. And this is why we love capitalism. Was the old show like that? And I just don't remember. No, it was not. It absolutely was not. Wild. No. Yeah. Really wild. I loved TGIF. Wasn't, isn't Sabrina also? Isn't Melissa Joan Hart also a little bit of a conservative weirdo? What is going on with these TGIF kids? Well, I mean, they're not alone. It's like, it's like basically like a, 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 a thing among B actors, because I think I, so I have a theory in my mind uh-huh. that is based solely off of Kevin Sorbo. Okay. And I think that if you are an ungracious human mm. being and you have a mild acting career for a time, but you cannot make that grow naturally because you're not really that great. Mm-hmm. You can hop over into conservative media and be the bigger fish in the smaller pond. Makes sense. Because Kevin Sorbo and what's his face, the, that that child actor. Who, Kirk Cameron. Uh, Kirk Cameron, right. Uh, they're in every single one of these movies. And now Melissa Joan Hart, too, because it's this tiny pond compared to the huge pond of of mainstream media. Uh, and do you think I could get stars. away with being in that pond? Do you think they'd buy it? Not with this haircut. Damn it. But yeah, I, I, I used to I used to really watch like so many of those conservative Christian movies on purpose. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I went through that like I always like, forget purposefully that. watching bad movies phase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you notice that like like it, aside from even those those bigger names that are in it, like you see the same four actors like in every hmm. single one of these movies pops up. It's a really small pond to I, I think to achieve fame in, and I think that that's you know why. Uh, some of these actors get get drawn into it. I was really messed up over Stacy Dash, but who's that? Uh, she was in Clueless. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah, I was really, I was, I was upset about that. That's but, another uh, TGIF, though. It is. But also, she has now recanted it because it didn't work for her. Oh. Yeah. So I, th- I do think for some people it's strategic, like, to try to, like, make that hop. I mean, I definitely think that there's some comorbidity there, though. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> Wow, we have gone. <laughs> I love where we went with this, uh, with this topic. All right, so Diana, yeah. if a mysterious benefactor yeah. with the time machine could yeah. hand you any book fair item that you could not have, what would it be? Rocks. Give me the bag of fucking rocks, please. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the bag of rocks. I'm throwing away the book. I just want the rocks. Do you think those rocks are now dice in your life. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. (laughs) I... (laughs) No, I do not, Avalon. I feel like just give me the bag of rocks you can throw away the book is like your whole approach to (laughs) D&D. I'm going to publish a book <laughs> called Just Give Me the Dice. I'll throw away the book. That's it. That's, That's it. my approach to D&D. Yep. Nice. Uh, what about you? What If you were given an anonymous benefactor, and I, I think I know the answer, but what, what were you buying? That's Bright Lights Big Kitty. Bright Lights Big Kitty. Yeah. I wish you had stolen it. I, I, well, I it was do. too big. Yeah, it's too big. I mean, I would love that same Bright Lights Big Kitty image commissioned onto, like, a big blanket or something. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like an oversized hoodie. Yeah. 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 I feel like that could happen. I feel like we could do it. Yeah, it probably would be, like, 30 bucks. Ugh. Yeah, it would. I mean, like, in a that's totally attainable way, not in, like, a fuck me $30 oh, way oh well I mean $30 is a lot for listen for $30 money. is a lot but we're talking like 15 years of fixation of, of pent up <laughs> fixation it's worth it's worth a big spend oh my god I don't blame you wow and I'll send you a bag of rocks thank you like I am an adult, I can have rocks whenever I want. But there was something special. You'll have to see if you can find this particular like book and rock kit or whatever it was. I will. I'll have to look. I'm sure there are better ones. No, it doesn't. No, better rocks. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It has to be the one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the rock identifier kit. Um, wow, phenomenal. Well. We can't go to a fucking Scholastic Book Fair, which is a goddamn shame. Yeah. I want to say, why don't they have those for us? But there are bookstores. We can go to a bookstore There are just bookstores. Yeah. Anytime we fucking want to. (laughs) But how often does like a fucking circus-esque wagon roll into a place that is normally boring? Right. Unfold itself to be full of brightly colored things that you want. Yes. Like what's like, sure, we have bookstores, but we don't have any kind of transformative opportunities like that. 
Right. No, I want some sort of fair to come to my job once a year and just yeah. set up shop. I guess just literal fairs. But I, something special about it coming yeah. to you yeah. and your normal, monotonous, boring mm-hmm. place that you have to go every day. It's like the closest we ever get to like a snake oil salesman. Except it's not scummy. Well, some of it's probably scummy, but for well, the no. most part, it's like just books. But it's enticing in the same way, even though it's not scummy. Yeah, it's very tempting. It's it's so full of temptation. And if you are a kid who is is given like unfettered amounts of money, I it's probably not a good growth thing for you. No, <laughs> but but. But yeah, it's yeah, I assume that you didn't turn out well if you had blank checks for the book fair. I don't I don't I don't want to know where they are now. No, I will. I will not be going to that. Surely not listening to us. Definitely not listening to us. Maybe listening to our antithetical podcast. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Featuring the Savage Brothers. Yeah. Um, Oh, wow. But aside from wanting to go to a Scholastic Book Fair right now, what are you actually doing after this? I don't know. Probably trying to figure out how I can make my eye less red from allergies. See, it doesn't like, look very red. It's like I have a sty almost like here. It doesn't really look like much on camera. I guess trying just trying to not rub it anymore is where I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. Or put, freeze. You should put, like, put a paper towel, a wet paper towel in the freezer for 10 minutes and then... Put it on there. Maybe. Cool it down. Maybe I'll just cry some more. <laughs> just cry. Just cry. <laughs> Let's, uh, that's my plan. Yeah. Uh, and then playing, hopefully, some jackpots. I hope we do that. I think it would be I good. Hope, I think it would be I good for us. love that so Let's much. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good. All right. Bye. Bye. You can find all of our Femsplained content either on patreon.com slash Femsplained Twitter, you can find us at Femsplained Cast. Instagram, you can find us at Femsplained Podcast. And you can check out superdillon.com slash Femsplained to find the guest form and all of the different places where you can listen and connect with us. Awesome. You can find and follow me, Avalon, at A underscore Cat Attack on both Twitter and Twitch. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, and all the places at Super Dylan. And that is D-I-L-L-I-N. Awesome. Thank you so much for your support. Bye. Bye. Bye.